0: Hey gang, join Raina Mystique and myself for an all-new talk show, The Pop Culture Pop-Off. It's all surface level, no deep dig here. We talk about rappers, plastic surgery, and who is dating who in celebrity culture. It's The Pop Culture Pop-Off, only on the new streaming app FAMERA, F-A-M-E-R-A. Find it in the Apple iTunes App Store now, or find a link in the show notes. Famera, the new streaming app featuring Rain Mystique and myself. Hey gang, welcome back to another episode of the We Speak English Good Podcast Today's guest is Dylan Keave Dylan is from Hawaii, but he currently lives in San Diego I've played with Dylan actually in the past with my band Skanks Roots Project And with an artist I used to support named Janelle Phillips Who actually is not really making music anymore She's more of a bodybuilder now, which is interesting uh, But mad love to Janelle uh, and, and, and all her pursuits Anyways, Dylan has played with the likes of Josh Heinrichs, Leilani Wolfgram, and many, many more. He is a very well-seasoned musician, and now he is a solo artist. Uh, He is great. I I absolutely love his feel. He has this reggae soul vibe going on, and I just really dig it. Um, And and he's just like a very nice human being, like just very soft-spoken, nice human being who I, I really enjoy who I really enjoy talking to. Um, you can find Dylan Keave at... Let me go and find his stuff because, of course, I didn't get it ready. That's just not how we do things around here, folks. We don't get shit ready. There is a link tree in the show notes, so please do go ahead and check out that link tree, but I also want to give you his... Um, I'm pretty sure he has a, a website somewhere. Uh, he's everywhere though. Anyways, I don't know where it's at. <laughs> I don't know where his website is, so uh, you can find Dylan at, uh, at uh, Instagram.com slash Dylan and that's K-E-A-W-E, so go out and get yourself some Dylan, and I'll make sure I put all the links in the show notes so you can go and find him, uh, and, and not have to, you know, hear me just stammer. <laughs> and not know. The information I should be knowing Anywho Everybody go to R-E-I-N-A-M-Y-S-T-I-Q-U-E Dot com Go check out her latest single Ready, set, go It is a drum and bass banger And uh, and it's about uh, Sonic the Hedgehog and Dr. Robotnik So you know Get that nostalgia drum and bass on Get that shit. Get that shit. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I do want to say that Dylan, go check out Dylan's latest song called Don't Know Much as well. That is out now uh, on all streaming platforms. I forgot to say that because that's why he came on the fucking show. <laughs> Anyways, Raina also streams four days a week, Mondays through Thursdays, 8 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Go check her out. Twitch.tv slash Mystique. You can also find We Speak English Good on Twitch Mondays and Fridays. 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Come on through. If you like the show, if you like, if you like what we're doing around here, then come to the live show because you get to actually be a part of the conversation. You get to ask questions, and you get all the bonus, uh, all the bonus material that you don't get. You'll never get all the bonus stuff that happens on stream here on this, uh, this, this uh, audio feed. So, uh, make sure you go and, and and follow us up there and and, and subscribe. It's very nice. You can also support the show monetarily at uh, we speak english good slash threadless Holy shit! Uh, you can buy some t-shirts. You can buy some uh, some some Mikey P merch. Go get yourself some Mikey P merch. You can also go out and check out random mystique and myself we are start we, we started a new stream it's called it's on this app called famera it's a new it's a new app from uh the itunes store so if you are an apple user come on through it's called the pop culture pop off and uh, we talk about all things pop culture and, and, and it's all surface level no deep dive just plastic surgery and, and, rapper gossip. So let's just, we're going, we're going. Uh, yeah. So check us out. The links are in the show note and get yourself some of that. Uh, what else we got? Go like, subscribe, review likes on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, Snapchat, discord, all the motherfucking things. Go like us, all the links, show notes. There you go. Uh, you can also subscribe to us on Apple, iTunes, follow us on Spotify, and also, as well, anywho, we are also on uh, Amazon Music as of this week. So, I uh, put us on Amazon Music, so go and check us out. If you're an Amazon Music app user, and you are hearing this because you are a fan of Surreal Ramen, or, or, or Dylan, or any of my guests, go go listen to it on, uh, on, the, on the Amazon Music app. The, the app that you're used to there you go anyways uh let's uh moving on moving on you can also subscribe to us on youtube and twitch you can do a totally free show thing for the show uh you can leave a review it's super helpful because it gets us more attention and more highlighted in the algorithm of the podcasting universe so please go and uh leave us a written or a five-star review and uh we'll read that on air even the five-star review we'll read that on air as well uh what else we got oh write the show at we speaking is good at gmail.com and i think that's it for now i i can't remember and even if i did remember i don't want to remember that don't make sense <sighs> all right so let's let, let's see what who's on the show next week oh I'll, again i don't know who who fucking knows i can't remember so there you go um i don't know anything about what's happening in the future for the show right now so there's no sense of me even saying anything about it uh so let's just get to our guest let's bring out the reggae soul artist dylan Keave. <laughs> sorry i had to i had to think about how to say it i don't know how to read hawaiian so i i um you know I had to think about it and also Raina would just mild it to me because for some reason Raina speaks hawaiian so there it is all right guys we'll see you on the other side bye bye doing man?
1: Good, man i'm doing well thank you for having me once again
0: oh of course man of course i appreciate you coming on the show um and and uh sitting through whatever that was um <laughs> you're uh you, you're fucking dude i love the the layout of your
1: house it's like it feels so open and like just it feels co- uh, Here in my living room it's like also my little studio area it, where i'll make produce most of my music and uh Yeah, man, this is where most of the ideas are created. So do you you produce most of your own stuff? Yeah, well, so I'm working with a a producer named Patrick Izon, who's an incredible R&B, mostly producer, but I'm one of the few, like, reggae artists that he works with. And uh, so I'll produce most of my – and write and record most of my own uh, music and lyrics at my house Mm -hmm. and because I play a little bit of every instrument – and yeah, I just I use Ableton and I, I produce in there. That's where most of the stuff starts. And then once I have like a structure and kind of the direction I'm going, I'll send it over to Patrick, and he kind of adds that extra sparkle, yeah, and to, to the next level. So, oh yeah. man,
0: I have to admit, man, like I was like that dude. You got some really sexy tunes, man. Like I was. Uh I'm terrible with names of course but but it's uh it's a song that you released I think maybe at the beginning of the year what the heck was it? I had it on repeat man I wish I could remember the name I'm looking it up I'm I'm just going to take the time to look it up
1: <laughs> that, yeah, man, That's what I'm doing today Uh this year at the beginning I released one called uh, Beautiful and then I released another one named Never Ever in uh, March. Never ever.
0: And, it's never ever. It's super islandy, super, yeah. re- but like then when you're listening back to your like EP and stuff, like you hear it all kind of come through. You like, you sing a lot about love and relationships and, and, uh, and you just have like very island vibey sounds. That, and that's what I love about island reggae is that it has that, 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 um, that R&B feel to it. Do you have a big background in R&B? Are you a big fan of R&B?
1: Well, it's funny, man. I actually, I'm a huge fan of R&B now. But, like, growing up, uh-huh. I grew up listening to mostly, like, my dad loves Roots. So, I grew up uh-huh. listening to, like, Roots reggae, the old, like, foundation artists and stuff like that. And, you know, my mom, they they also are both uh, rockers. So, I can't get that twisted. You know, my dad loves Roots, but they're rockers, you know. So, I grew up listening to, like, grunge and metal and, like, all different kinds of, like, really energetic music. And uh, <laughs> That's it was dumb older that like i decided like you know i'm I'm here i'm maui i'm not i live in california now but Mm -hmm. you know uh and i was just kind of just wanted to start just committing to a more mellow like introspective music like you're saying Mm -hmm. and uh i think reggae is like a good conduit for that and especially in the island the r&b influence is so heavy you know like the just it feels like everybody has like an amazing soulful voice you know Mm -hmm. yeah I, I feel like I have a soulful voice, but I'm still working on like just the different the different styles, you know. Because mm-hmm. growing up listening to rock, it's inevitable that that's going to come out in your music. Yeah.
0: It's funny your your parents are like, what? Like, were they
1: listening to like Slayer or something? Like, what was their? Yeah, my dad gave me my first like Slayer mixtape when I was a kid. And- <laughs> oh, that's amazing! It's so like that is such a juxtaposition between. And then, you know, my mom, she also she loves like, um, like alternative music. Uh So like with uh, I was born in the 90s. So like I grew up with like Nirvana, Stone Temple Pilots, Mm. Pearl Jam. Her favorite people, I got to say, is like U2 and John Mayer, (laughs) who are also like John Mayer is a huge influence on me. Yeah, well, yeah, man, it's just crazy how like just all the different styles that were around me. And then once I started playing music. I kind of heard more of like R&B stuff mm-hmm. and really like psh, that that was something brand new to me you know because wow. like the most r and I grew up listening to was like you know old old stuff like like oldies and like then uh you know even like someone like Sade was someone my mom was big into yeah and yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah Sade is a shit
1: it, it was a new world for me but I'm still just like I'm in love, well, love who's
0: my- who's some of the r- R&B artists that you're digging on now that's uh, sort of influencing what you're doing
1: well, um, my buddy, Orion Song, who's another artist that is produced by Patrick Uzon, mm-hmm. and he lives here in San Diego. Mm-hmm. He's an amazing songwriter and singer, and uh, I really like his work. There's a band named uh, Hiatus Coyote. Oh, they're amazing.
0: In yeah. yeah, New I Zealand. Them.
1: Yes, man. I, I in New Zealand or Australia, but yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I,
0: it's one of them, right?
1: I don't know. And uh, I've been really big into... Um, you know, like Sam Henshaw, Leon Bridges, mm. a lot of like uh, vocal people, you know, and it, it's crazy, man. Like, just exploring all the different uh, subgenres within R&B, you know, because whatever genre you grow up listening to, there's always like a million different subsects of each thing. And, yeah,
0: totally, uh, totally.
1: Yeah, it's just crazy.
0: Man. Yeah, because like is Coyote is like, and, and you're right, they're from Melbourne, Melbourne, Australia. I, I don't know where New Zealand came from, yeah. But um, the the but yeah, man, like Highest Coyote is like I don't even know what you call that. What what you is that like future soul based? I
1: don't, I don't I like even soul-ish, but yeah, like soul ish. Yeah, it's
0: super soul, but like
1: soul, you know. Like I I don't even know, but it's very yeah. like experimental. It is fusion based too, which I really like. Mm-hmm. You like song to song, and even within a song, they're jumping genre to genre. So it's right. Like, just it's a cool journey, you know, and it's cool to like take inspiration from obviously like the musicianship is just like way out there, you know, <laughs> like they're incredible. But uh and that that's just one example, you know. There's so many examples of different groups like that that are just carving new pathways, you know.
0: Absolutely. I, I love that. I love them when bands just find a new way to do things and, and it's like cause like especially like a band like Hiatus Coyote, they definitely put a crazy spin on on what r&b and, and neo-soul is you know it's just like i don't it, it's it's undefinable and like um my artists like thundercat and Moonchild too 2 have like you know just these crazy future soul band like artists that i just i don't even know like in the in the beautiful thing about it is that the musicianship is at such a high level and and like <clears throat> It's, like, at such a high level, I can't even touch it. <laughs> it's like, I don't even know. But but you you seem to have, like, a lot of great um, – you have a lot of great, like, like production value. And, and I know you work with other people and you collaborate. But, like, what you do with the production side of it, like, you hear the little um, – the smooth little tones. You know, like, you're it, – it's not like a choppy melody line, like, doot, doot, doot. Do, 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 do. it's like very smooth like you know like and I know that was like a really crappy <laughs> but you know what I'm talking about like uh, when when you hear like a reggae melody line it's like very choppy it's like or something like that but like when you have a very soulful thing it's more uh, you know just very smooth and what
1: that like you know, when I first started playing guitar, I was just to, so I was able to sing and play. And then as I came along further, uh, there was no work in being a guitar player, you know, it, all, it was all on the keyboards. So like the minute I learned how to bubble, I started getting hired as a reggae keyboard. <laughs>
0: Hell yeah. That's
1: when Mo picked me up and, uh, you know, we got to, I got to do like the Cali Roots thing with him and just do like little tours and all that and back different artists and that's where we met.
0: Yeah.
1: And uh, yeah. so. It's just it's just interesting man like my my whole style of of any kind of leads has always been like it's got to sound like something you could sing.
0: You mm. That is yeah. such a that, that's a huge you know what that was a huge thing for me to even realize as as a especially as a solo ar- uh, not solo artist but like as a soloist is um is matching what people sing like you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, um, so I had on uh Ari O'Neill. She's a, she plays guitar for like Lizzo and, and Beyonce and fucking just a plethora of of amazing artists. And she's just like, I, I was just like, so where do you, I don't even know how it came up, but it's like, how does one, you know, get better at like phrasing and soloing? And she's like, just listen to people who sing and do that, <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, and, and honestly, that's something that, like, a lot of R&B um, musicians, they take that into account, you know, mm-hmm. a lot of, like, any instrument that you're hearing, whether it's keyboards, or even the drums, or the bass, like, they're all, the runs that you're doing mm-hmm. is stuff that you would just, like, sing as you're walking, you know, yeah. like, it's just little, like, it's it's almost like a voice, you know, yeah. just everybody talking to the conversation. Ooh,
2: hoo, hoo, hoo.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Especially, you know.
0: So. Yeah, man, It. it it's just funny that it, it's like, like it, it just like you know how there's some things that you just, you kind of know, but it just takes someone telling you for it to really sink in, and it's yeah. like that was one of those things. It's like, yo, just just copy vo- voice. <laughs> it's yeah. like, oh
1: shit, I didn't even think of that. <laughs> Honestly, a lot of times once you figure out like, you know how to do a cool lick or how to do a cool scale, and you want to just like shred, mm-hmm. like that's not what the music is calling for. You know, right. you want just- to really sit within your role and like hear what what is coming out what what is supposed to be there you know a lot of times it's something really simple that's yeah. why in like roots it's it's like those choppy leads that mm-hmm. make like the whole sound you yeah know? it's like i tight groove with all the syncopated rhythms
2: mm-hmm.
1: and that one extra choppy lead yeah works another like syncopated rhythm and it's like they're all percussion instruments mm-hmm.
2: whereas
1: r and B, I i see them all as like different voices kind of working together and reggae it's all different drums. That's it's like the D. D. brown thing. What is that? You what are you playing? Drum. <laughs> yeah. Drum. I mean,
0: that's a that's a very um that's a very that's a very good way of describing that. Like y- you broke that down very nicely for me. I'm surprised he didn't have two auras that can cons- constantly shift chaos essence. Bro, my auras are fucking fiery son. My shit is fiery yeah, you missed the Cartagena. My shit is on fire. Hold on, I gotta show Cartagena.
1: <laughs> yeah, that was that was really interesting, man. I, I've been uh, trying to see about getting my aura red and stuff. Oh,
0: That's, bro, it's 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 so fucking cool. So, Cartagena. Cartagena, this is a <laughs> Cartagena. Uh, this is this is my aura picture, and you missed the description. And I'm, I won't bore everyone again, but like it's a, it, it's a, it, I'm very fiery, and I'm very uh, what is this? What is it? Um, I'm very, I take charge. I'm a thrill seeker. I like the rush. I, I'm controlling sometimes so that's me just a big ball of fire so there you go Caragina. um i i I just have uh, i'm golden fiery red and that's and reyna is like green and blue and shit it's hers is weird not weird but much more calmer than mine which is very obvious if anybody knows us it's like my shit's always uh no man like the the aura shit man it, it 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 was because like, I don't know, how how do you feel about like, um, like going and getting your tarot read or like, uh, or or having someone read your future or whatever, you know, like, like, what is your how do you how do you process that? Is that something that you have a belief in or? or other? Yeah, well, I
1: mean, I'm, you know, I'm someone who considers myself to be pretty spiritual, but not like in an organized way at all, you know, so I'm all about introspective work, So when it comes to like having a psychic speak to me or having someone read my cards, I think that's very beneficial, but as a means of directing you to do your own inner work, Mm -hmm. you know, like even something like that chart that you were showing where it was saying like, um, your chakras are all aligned, but your your third eye chakra could use some attention, Mm -hmm. you know, like, that's something where you didn't have to go talk to a tarot reader or, or, um, a psychic to take away something from that information. Yeah. But in the same sense, uh, a, ter- a psychic or someone like that, who is better able to articulate what you're trying to understand is like, I think that's helpful. Mm-hmm. You know, um, me and my girl, we have a uh, packs of like, she's got them, I should say, I should clarify. <laughs> but she's got like a uh, packs of tarot cards and stuff and like little, um, like, the Four Agreements is like a really influential book, especially for, a lot, I'm sure, a lot of people that um, do have beliefs in that. Um, the Four that.
0: Agreements, I've heard that before. It's like a speak with with uh, speak with speak purpose or something. It's like four agreements. Like one of them is speak with purpose or some shit like that. Your word.
1: Uh, kind of like just like speak with purpose. And, and you know, th- there's, I, I don't want to butcher it, you know, so I, I don't want to. Be
0: impeccable come. with your word.
1: With your word, yes. That's um, what it is.
0: speak with integrity say only what you mean stay away from using the word to speak negative of yourself or to talk about others use the power of your word in a way of love and truth
1: yeah and so that's just one of the four agreements
0: yeah
1: you know that deli- I think so. there's a lot of good things that can be taken from those things it's like any religion man they're all mm-hmm. preaching the same Messages you just got to take away the positive things from them and yeah. apply them to yourself in order to continue to grow and get better You
2: know, yeah,
0: I, I I'm with that man. Yeah, I mean I came up very kind cat- Cartagena wife would say it's the devil you'd be canceled. You know what my mom was the same way Cartagena My mom, my mom. is the same way. She's like my mom's Mexican as fuck and she's just like that's the devil but she's a little bit more receptive to it now that she's a little bit older but man she you was go up a couple generations though. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But well, but here's the thing about here's the thing about that is like my mom thinks that that's the devil, but then all of a, then she'll have her egg and she'll have her egg and she'll be rubbing her egg all over her body whenever she has a headache or some shit. So it's like, all right, mom. So 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 uh, you know, fucking sidekicks and and tarot cards and and auras, devil. But but uh uh santeria totally cool. Totally cool santeria. We're good. I love four agreements. Be impeccable with your word. Don't take anything personally. Don't make assumptions. Always do your best. Absolutely. That that yeah, I've I've heard of those before. And it's is it now is it a book? Is this a book or is this just a
1: it's a book and there's um there's actually like a few of them. There's like a series, you know. Oh, okay, like, okay. Like, like um like different things like that to to take a look inward and kind of do that own that work that maybe you've been putting off. Like, mm. you know. People, we, we, we're taught how to work out or taught like to be physical and stuff, but no one teaches us how to like think, how to like go through, sift through our emotions and like, Absolutely. you know, how to deal with things. So, yeah, I think uh, it's just something that's that's good practice for anybody.
0: Yeah, I agree. I agree, man. It's like, a, um, I don't know. Do you meditate at all?
1: I do. I mean, I, I try to do it. So every morning like I wake up like around like seven or eight and I just first thing I go on a walk with my dog. And oh, while I'm on that walk, I don't wor- listen to music. There's not really any like, you know, too much riffraff cars driving around and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So it's just real peaceful and mellow. And I can just kind of set my, I, you know, I, you can always just, I can set my intentions for the day, like how I'm going to feel, what I'm going to accomplish, all that kind of stuff. And, you know, it's not, it doesn't always have to be sitting down and like you know, just getting into a lotus position and, and, like, you know, reciting a mantra for an hour. Like, a lot of times meditation can just be, like, taking that extra 10 minutes to just really, like, just think about, like, your your situation, how you're feeling, and just, like, you know, become aware with everything around you, including the stuff that's going on inside.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, like, people, um, you know, like, when I talk to people about meditation, and, it, it's like, people's like, well, I, I just can't keep... And, you know, I just feel like I'm doing it wrong. Eddie Blunt, how dare you? <laughs> welcome in, my friend. Thank you for following and, and creating a, <laughs> a Twitch so you can hang yes. out.
1: I just created my account right now. So
0: I could... That's tight, though. I appreciate you guys doing that. Um, Yeah, uh, Eddie, welcome in. Eddie's been on the show a thousand times, so he knows the rules. But I can't believe this is when you first got to. <laughs> you just now started it <laughs> anyways uh, welcome Eddie uh, um, but like when people are meditating what what I hear a lot and especially when I talk to people about it because it's been so helpful for me as someone who is uh, you know who has a fiery ass aura you know like <laughs> someone who does have a lot of uh, a lot of manic energy going on around me a lot and and I mean you could just see. The fucking mania that's constantly in my life. So it's like even my ancestors fucking hovering around up here are like, get your shit together, bro. Stop jerking it into the sink too much and fucking do something. Um, yeah, I, I like the idea of our ancestors like floating above us and watching us like have sex and stuff. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> They're just out there just watching us wank into the fucking toilet or. Whatever we're doing, Eddie, I saw followers almost to 1K and said, I'm going to add. What'd you say, man?
1: Are they forced to watch or do they just choose to? Because it's like. They're <laughs> mandated by God. Hold <laughs> on. Oh, what's, what's, it all depends on your beliefs with the afterlife, I guess. There you go. They're, they're
0: mandated. Uh, freaky ancestry. <laughs> <laughs>
1: And that is a good question. Now, are they forced to watch all the all of it or do they turn wow. their head away? If that's what you believe, you, you know, let's just take it one step further. <laughs>
0: yeah, exactly. If that's what you're into, bro, that's what you're into. Well, I'm only saying that because that's what the lady said, that these like orbs are like my ancestors and these black orbs are my ancestors. And the first thing I think of is just like, okay, well, they watch me masturbate a lot um so uh fucking sorry ancestors i guess you're 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 doing that um but yeah i I, that is a great question it's like are they mandated are are they no it's not
1: for me to say
0: right i believe in i believe in freedom of choice ancestors so uh if you don't feel like you should have to watch me do all you know make stinky or whatever then you shouldn't have to
1: yeah, I mean, if, if they really had the freedom to go wherever they want, why yeah. would they just be chilling right there? <laughs> yeah,
0: which is very strange. Well, they, they they were saying, the lady who was giving the reading was saying that there are uh, guardian angels and stuff. So I'm just like, okay, well, I guess they can guard my everything. <laughs>
1: well, man, I, think, I think that there's a lot of, uh, like, you know, like oh, there's a lot of good things I'm sure that you can take away from what she was telling. Yes.
0: Yes. I know I'm just being silly and, 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 being ridiculous, but it, it, but it is cool. And, and what I get a lot with people who are trying to meditate is that they feel like they can't get, um, they can't keep focused on meditating. And one of the things that i learned is that you, when you're meditating, especially if you're like sitting down and actively trying to meditate is that, that, um, it's okay for your mind to drift. It's okay, yeah. um, you. But the idea is to come back to center, and 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 come back to your meditation, to your your uh, to your mantra or whatever it is that you're focusing in on, counting, breathing, whatever it is.
1: Really, like I think, ultimately, that that's it's just a practice of self-discipline, you know, mm-hmm. mental discipline. Because yeah. like that's that you know, as kids, we're not really taught that that much yeah
0: yeah if we're not taught then we're just doing our own thing
1: Yeah, if you're not taught to like be disciplined mentally Mm -hmm. then your thoughts and emotions can really control you and i think that's something that you know it's important for everybody to kind of accept that and then do the work to kind of
2: absolutely
0: have you so have you i mean you sound like someone who's been doing the work i mean what does that look like for you what is doing the work look like for you what are you working on
1: you know, and I just all I can really say is like the main thing I've been trying to do lately is like not compare myself to others. Mm-hmm. And really, the only thing I can truly compare myself to is the person that woke up in my body yesterday. Yeah. You no, know? because yeah. I can separate who I am from what I'm feeling. I can separate who I am from what my body looks like, from all of these things, you know, and in that sense, all you can do is just try to take this vessel and this, this uh you know this life that we got in front of us and just continue to progress each day
2: Mm.
1: so if I can just continue to you know be a little bit better than the person I was yesterday however that manifests itself then I think that's doing the mental work Mm. sometimes that's just resting you know sometimes it's just taking extra time to like you know just relax and hang out with the family and all that so it's like whatever it takes you know i think it's different things
0: yeah absolutely man um that that the the idea of being grateful too is like one of the things that yeah that i've found (laughs) that has been very useful
1: it's it's truly like once you have that attitude of gratitude it's a game changer man like you can't really be too hard on yourself in a sense you know like it's all i am is grateful that like I'm better than the person I was five years ago, yeah. you know? And, like, hopefully the person that I am in five years will be saying the same thing about this person, you know? Yeah. Um, and that, and as long as I kind of keep, you know, setting that intention and working towards that to make that real, then I think that's, that's all I can do to stay, like, sane, you know? Because everything else is pretty maddening. But, <laughs> you know, all I can do is, like... Keep myself in as sane of a state as possible.
0: Yeah, yeah, totally, man. Um, it, it, wh- how was this last couple years for you and in, in your mental and your mental uh, your mental state? How was that for you? How has it been? Sorry.
1: Yeah, I mean, it, it's been interesting. I think uh, you know, before the whole shutdown happened, I was just heavy into like touring and, and grinding and just um, you know, just always in contact with a bunch of people, and then. I had finally, you know, put a bunch of work into getting my first EP out there, and I had planned to release it, um, like, on my birthday, which happened to coincide with the day that the shutdown happened. And, uh, <laughs> I, ended up like, I was like, okay, well, I guess I better not do that, because I had a tour planned, I had to cancel, I had all this stuff, and I was just like, okay, well, I better put that on the shelf, and then... You know, thinking it was only going to be a couple months and then like a few months go by and I was like, oh, geez, I-, I might as well just release this music and just see what happens and work on my online game. You know? Yeah. Yeah. At this point, that's still something that like um, I'm trying to get better at. You know, I've been just trying to get better at producing better quality content and just really staying the course for releasing music in a way that it's going to be uh you know, as accessible as possible.
0: Mm-hmm. You know? And what is that? And um, what have you learned and how, And and, and to, to enact that?
1: You know, I, it's it's crazy, man, because I'm always learning. I'm always like changing up what I learned. Like, I'll, I think I come to one conclusion and then uh, like I, it turns out that like I should probably be doing stuff the other way. Or I'll <laughs> talk to someone and then there's, they'll kind of redirect me and refocus my attention and say like, oh, maybe you should put more energy. So I think it's changed, you know, like at first I was trying to just produce content all the time like let me get something out every day yeah and you know quickly it's just like it becomes like really like dry and like you're just forcing yourself to put out something that is not like it doesn't really do anybody anything you know it doesn't do yourself any good in promoting yourself as an artist so then I had to take a step back and really decide like okay the quality is much more important and then deciding like that what I put out there has to align with the message that I'm trying to put out in my music. And I think the main message in my music is like, we're talking about doing a lot of that introspective work and uh, just focusing on what you can do to make yourself better and learning to love yourself. So that mantra you, you were reciting in the sound bath was actually perfect, man. Cause I, that, that, you know, not only is my new single don't know much in the key of a, but uh, that I, I'm learning to love myself so I can learn to love others. That's yeah. literally the main mantra of like my journey these past few years.
0: That's beautiful, man. Is, is there been a time in your life where you haven't been so fond of yourself?
1: Oh, yeah, man. I think that's that's a part of where the attitude of being grateful comes from is recognizing where you were. You know, mm-hmm. I grew up as very shy, um, very like. Uh, just just, you know, in my own head all the time. I still have like one of those minds that races mm-hmm. constantly, you know. So uh I do what I can to to try to just teach myself to discipline my emotions, to take in those thoughts and filter the ones I need and the ones I don't.
2: Yeah.
1: And uh because yeah, when I was when I was a teenager and a lot of time, ta- you know, when I was listening to all that, like the metal and and uh and thrash and all that kind of stuff, like you know, that there was a lot of that um I can't put any of the blame on the music, you know, because I think the music is just a vessel for connecting with these emotions that you're feeling, you know, it's like, if I would have listened to happy music, I would have been happy. It's like, Mm -hmm. these were just things I was feeling. And this connected with me because it expressed that same feeling, you know? And uh, yeah, man. So I think I've definitely come a long way in learning to accept my faults and my shortcomings and just take that not as like, you know, something to look down on, but as something to work on. Yeah. You know, always something to work on.
0: Yeah, absolutely, man. Like the, the, just, I mean, just how we, I mean, just, just, just working on, on yourself and being able to, um, I really do feel like when you work on yourself and when you make, like, when you make a big progress within yourself, that other people recognize it and, and it influences them to 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 take that on for themselves, to take that challenge on for themselves. It's is like, well shit, if big fat ass Mike can can lose, you know, a hundred pounds, I too can lose a hundred pounds. Or like if you know, if angry ass Mike can learn how to like calm his energy down and, and, and get it under control in a way that's that's acceptable to uh humanity, that you know, I could do it too. You know, it's just those things. It's like I, I really do think it influences and brings everyone up. The more you work on yourself, the more you bring yourself up, the more I really do feel like it inspires and brings other people up around you.
1: It's true, man. You want you always wanna lead by example, man. because People don't wanna feel like you know, especially like if you if you are a musician, if you have a message that you're putting out there, people don't want to feel like you're preaching at them and then you're not living up. And that's that was one of my pet peeves um, when I first got into the music scene was like I honestly I was one of those people that I put reggae up on this pedestal that like, you know, it's all about clean living. It's all about like, you know, um, being um I don't don't know how to say, but it's just about you know treating. Yeah, really
0: embodying the music and the message, and like really taking it seriously. Being the being what being uh practicing what you preach.
1: Yeah, man, and I think that reggae itself is a great vessel for that. You Mm -hmm. know, there's not many uh, genres of music where that's like a pivotal message within it. Right. But it's like you know, as you go throughout the scene and you meet all these humans that are. Saying these messages, like you know not everybody is is living in that way is reflecting the messages that they're putting out there right. and when I first got into the music scene, I took that kind of to heart, and I kind of was getting a little bummed out, like, oh well, that means that like these people are fake and like they're not really listening to their message, yeah, but as I've come along and I now have messages within my own music, like I realize a lot of the times these artists are putting out these messages for themselves, yeah it's constant reminders for themselves to, to act in this way. And it doesn't mean that you're always going to be that way. We're all human, man. You know? So like one, that was a big lesson for me that happened when I wanted to feel comfortable putting out these messages of like self growth and learning to love yourself. Like even though I still have days where I don't feel that way, you know, like, so coming to terms with that and accepting that, like, Hey, the message is still real. Yeah. There's that there's nothing fake about the message that you're putting out there just because you still are working at it, you know?
0: Yeah. yeah. And, 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 you know, I, I don't like, I'm not trying to talk shit, but there are people out there, just like there's fake sidekicks trying to take people's money to give them whatever. And, and, and there are people out there who are just literally just doing it just for the sport of it. You know, just like, I'm just doing it. Cause I can, or, you know, like I, you meet those people and, and, I don't know, man. And this sounds too negative. I'm. Let's not talk about that. Fuck that. Just, there are some fake ass motherfuckers out there. That's what I'm saying.
1: But at the same time, it's like, are to me, because I've been called fake before. You know, like I've dealt with all that kind of stuff. Like, yeah. and to me, it came from a lack of understanding. So, yeah. like, when I can recognize that maybe some people are struggling with the same stuff that I have struggled with, and are putting out that message as a means of a self reminder then it can help me to not kind of put that like judgment on them, you mm-hmm. know? Cause you know, it, it, like it's the same thing, like I used to, I used to get mad at bands that were like, you know, playing reggae, but all they talk about is like partying and getting with chicks and yeah, stuff. Yeah. And, you know, I, but at the same time, it's like, there is a time and a place for all of these messages. Yeah, know? exactly. Like, sometimes when we just need to let go and have fun. Yeah. And I think that there is, there's a reason why these, all these messages can be heard and accessed and they can all influence people, you
0: know. Yeah, for sure. And 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 I used to have a way harder judgment hammer than than now. Um and especially in the because you know I spent a lot of time in San Diego and and um there's a lot of reggae. It's a, it's a big hub for reggae, you know, especially that Cali Roots reggae. And when I first got there, I was just like, what is all this fucking white boy bullshit? You know what I mean? Like it just for me but it was just it came off as as i i didn't relate to it but you know as i got to know the culture of southern california got to know the culture of the music got to know the culture of you know california's own brand of reggae music you know, like, I started to see past, like, my own judgy bullshit. And, and that, that's the thing. It's like getting past your own projections and, and your own bullshit and trying to just enjoy shit for what it is instead of putting it in some weird box. And it's like, that's white boy reggae, so I can't ever like that. And so that's just going to stay here, and I'll just judge it forever. And then by the time I'm leaving California, I'm in, like, 20 fucking bands with,
1: like, white dudes singing at the front. You know, so, like, it's not like yeah man it's it's interesting man and and i think there are some people who are just looking to label stuff uh right off the bat without even listening or taking the time to you know resonate with the message but like you said like with that the california mindset like dude teenagers and young adults growing up in southern california are never not going to connect with sublime
2: right exactly
1: exactly the message that is in that music it resonates very deeply with the mind, the mentality that you're going through as you grow up in California, you know? So it's like with the chili peppers, you know, it's like, there's just, or blink 182 when you're a teenager, you know, like every, every like American teenager, I feel like they had a little point where like blink 182 was like, not whether it was influencing them or one of their friends or something. Like, I feel like there's just that time and a place where the message just kind of works. And yeah, like in the chat, punky reggae party. Punky
0: reggae parties. uh, No, yeah, for sure. For sure. (laughs) <laughs> and that was the thing that I had to get past myself. It's just like, yo, it's not about that. It's not about white or black. And like it, it, and that's something I talk a lot about here on 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 the show too. Is like, you know, this idea of cultural appropriation. And and that's kind of what I'm tapping into when I came to San Diego. It was like, well, a bunch of white boys playing black people's music. And it's like, well, if you look at the history of music and like look at how music has moved, culture moved moved, uh, you know, moved social movements, it's always been a a blended crew of folks, you know, it's always people, it's always, like, even back in the jazz days, you know, Benny Goodman took out Lionel Hampton and, 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 and Teddy... Uh-huh. Uh, what's his last name, I can't remember his last name, Shit. but two black dudes on the road with them back in the swing era, which is like the hugest no, you know, like no one, but, but it was these things, these musical music and art has always pushed, you know, all the social stuff forward, it's always been hand in hand and so to look at music and, and art as like, you stole that from them and blah blah, it's not it's not like that, man, it's like everybody's sort of sharing this pot, you know, we're all sort of pulling from this pot of creativity and and it's yeah. all just to create a vibe that people can just chill to. It's not, you know, it's not about race. It's about fucking a feeling. It's about a, a message. And that's right. what people get lost in. And, you know, and, and like you said, you've heard it too. You know, I'm sure people have been like, you're appropriated. Ugh. You got yeah. dreads on and, you're red, and your hair's
1: red. No. Oh, wow. That, that's definitely something that, that you deal with. But I think, you know, reggae is especially. Different in the sense that, you know, with the the Rastafarian movement, it's something that's very rooted in um, Black power and Black um, unity. And I think that that's where that message gets twisted a little bit because, you know, like any genre, they they may have started with some things. Like people use gospel chords in pop music. Mm -hmm. And does that mean that gospel chords are only allowed to be used with the message talking about gospel?
0: Right. Right. And I, I mean, just, just to interject real quick. Oh, go ahead, man. Uh, no, no. But like, if you, if you like know anything about like Ray Charles is like Ray Charles took gospel and made it into the pomp scene and he took a lot of shit for that. He, the fucking
1: church was real mad about that. So yeah, like
0: yeah, and there's always
1: going to be a backlash, man. Exactly. And I think, man, like reggae has been in the mainstream since like the eighties, you yeah. know, there was singing too much commercialization of Rastafari in, in the 80s, you know, so it was like, I think, or it's 70s even maybe, you know, oh, yeah. I just, I think it's been around. And as long as people are doing like fusions of genres, like, the message also gets fused, you know, mm-hmm. so the people that get caught up in thinking that like a certain genre should only be with a certain message. They're more specific. Specifically speaking about a subgenre, mm. which is like like if you think that reggae should only be talking about like Rasta stuff, then you really like roots Rasta reggae, which is like that's okay. You know, mm. I have no problem with that, and I think that there's, um, you know, there's plenty of messages that are for everybody. You know, like that. There's a reason my dad is white. You know, and he connected. He connects more with like Rasta roots traditional foundational reggae more than the newer reggae that's out right now. Mm. So I think it, it, like you're saying it's bigger than the race, even though the race is another, like it's like a a channel that's used to um, speak a bigger message, which is this, this, you know, this equality, this unity that we should all be reaching for. And, you know, unfortunately throughout black history, there's been a lot of, um, You know, things that like a course, like courses of events that have led to like different cultural aspects being belittled until further down the line when all of a sudden they're taken into different hands and then, you know, made into a more mainstream thing. But again, like I think it all comes back to like if you're respectful about it, if you're still understanding where that influence comes from you know because as musicians we're, there's like there's there's like the same we're all, we got the same 12 notes you know yeah. like the same chord progressions are going to come up the same you know styles of music are going to happen like and i still think that there's a unique individual message that everybody brings to the table with their own human experience and that that ultimately should be what we're trying to focus on
0: yeah yeah but but what what do you say to someone then who is just like damn it dylan you're up there with your red dreads and and you're singing your music
1: you're appropriate what what do you say to that person then um i'm i'm okay with it you know i've dealt with it enough and i can understand where they're coming from you know Mm -hmm. people um if you have like a limited and it's not like, you know, I wouldn't respond in a, like, oh, you have a limited understanding of dreadlocks because dreadlocks come from ancient society. Like, you know, it's not like you go into that. Like, right. no, nah. you just take it for what it is. Like people, when they speak and when they, uh, through their actions, they're showing you their level of understanding. Mm-hmm. So you all I can do is respond with that same, like, just understanding, you know, mm-hmm. like I understand where you're coming from and I'm sorry that you feel that way. You mm-hmm. know, like I don't mean any disrespect Towards black people by wearing my hair in this style, that was never uh, my intent behind wearing my hair in this style. I have really curly nappy hair, like (laughs) Eddie Blunt. (laughs)
0: Eddie Blunt. This is what happens, you know. (laughs) Ten years later. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. No. I. It's. 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 It's a. It's a weird time to be an artist. You know. Like. It's just.
1: It's. But I think as an artist and as anybody on social media in general, like if you're putting anything out there that has to do with you, you better be ready for people to judge it. Yeah. Like ready for people to have something to say that doesn't align with what you think you're putting out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that doesn't mean you have to like, cause I'm just, I don't, I don't really like the whole, like um, the echo chamber thing where everybody just only kind of has people just, just blowing smoke up their ass and kind of <laughs> like, this, you know, r- pushing these uh, things that, that, get a lot further than they maybe should if we had some civil discourse you know like if we had actual conversations with people that don't think anything like us then i think that our opinions and our judgments would be they would deteriorate a lot faster you know what i mean like we, we would come to a greater collective understanding yeah the more we talk with people that actually disagree with us
0: yeah, yeah, and that—that's one of the things that I try to do on this. Actually, we have a, me and Eddie have a mutual friend who definitely, and you might know him, but I—I I don't know. Uh, his name is Offbeat, who and he, uh, <laughs> and he, you know, he's—he's full blown, you know. I love Trump and all this stuff, and and I'm not hating on Trump supporters. Uh, that's not what I'm here for, but like, you know. The, he he's definitely very vocal and he's and he's rude about it too. But but I love him and he's my friend and like we've been through some really good times together. And I would never let the fact that you know he he has some you know some some bullshit ideas not to say that voting for trump is a bullshit idea but i'm just saying that he has some bullshit ideas that i call his ass out on all the time but i still love him a lot you know and like there's nothing that would like i mean he'd really have to do something terrible to me and my family for me to be like fuck that guy but we're so quick to be like oh you uh like this dave Chappelle thing it's like oh you like dave Chappelle?" well now you're a trump supporting white supremacist fucking transphobe and you're just like whoa
1: (laughs) <laughs> what happened whole joke that he was making you know like i'm sorry that's you the say? whole i think that was kind of like the whole joke of what he was making was like that this is what people will do like he, he said it the whole time mm-hmm. like as i'm saying this i'm about to be called a transpo like he, he knows exactly what's going to happen yeah. and i think that was the joke of it that we're so like looking for someone to like to put the blame on instead of just like focusing on ourselves you know like if you have something going on like if you feel a certain way about uh you know certain beliefs like that's your thing that's what you got to work with Mm -hmm. it doesn't affect anybody else's like beliefs you know because beliefs are one thing but i think when people start to get more passionate is when like you know, I, you see the meme all the time where it's like, we can disagree on uh, on topics all we like, but if we disagree on like human rights, then we're, that's where I draw the line. Right. And it's like, I think just all the, the, the media is really good at, at creating these uh, sensationalized things to just get you to like, I, I, doesn't matter. Just pick a side, yeah. you know, like just be quick to pick a side. And I think all the time, it's always a bigger picture than that. You know, like even things that we think are s- such a simple as like a human rights issue, like if it was just as simple as that, then it wouldn't be still an issue right now. You know, like I don't think it's something as simple. Like obviously we know that there are plenty of changes that we need to make as a society, Mm -hmm. you know, like that's something that we've known for a long time, but I think people are just looking for a quick place to put the blame instead of understanding that it's going to take a lot of collective effort of ourselves yeah. You know, we all can collectively put in that effort to try to work towards something better and something where can it, we can all be a little bit more unified, then I think that's, you know, that's that's the bigger picture. Yeah. But it's hard, man. Like, the, um, the media is really good at what it does, yeah. you know, straight up. Like, it's it's always has been. And I think it's just important for us to, to really have control over our own, like, understanding of when we're being influenced when what we're saying is actually just reciting what we've heard or like when we need to do more research, when we need to take a step back and just say, Hey, it's not my time to speak on this. Yeah. You know?
0: Yeah. Yeah, man. And and that's, that's one thing that, um, that was one of the things that really stood out to me, especially with this aura thing is that, you know, like we have, I have this, Fucking little tiny fucking, you know, little tiny third eye. But look at this throat shocker. Always shit talking. It's like, you know, even for me, and I've been doing this podcast for years now. But it's like I'm just learning how to sort of um to 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 pull back and to and, and to not just talk to let other people talk, to actually listen. And I think that's one of the things that I'm, that I'm really, that's really helping me focus on getting this aura thing is like really, you know, internalize things, understand it. And don't just start like speaking on it because you're upset about something, you know, and which I'm very quick to do, you know, I'm very quick to just be like, this makes me mad. Fuck this, you know? And, 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 and there's more to it, and also I need to work on my laziness because because that that needs to go too. But still, it, it's still like one of those things that people, you, you know, it took me to start a podcast, go into it for seven years, and like really eat a bunch of shit, you know, learning how to talk to people on the way. But most people you know, most people aren't going to take that endeavor on learning how to communicate well with people or learning how to communicate in a way that's productive and not just, like, one side. It's like, hey, I fucking voted for Biden. If I vote for Trump, well, fuck you, fuck you. You know, it's like there's that, that's the thing. That's where it ends, you know, like having having the ability to look past, uh, you know, these, look past these narratives that are supplanted into our brain in the first place by what we're watching on the TV and the internets and stuff. But, but it's it, you know, Looking past that and seeing a human being and not seeing a label. And it's like, oh, I'm talking to a Trump supporter. I'm talking to an anti-vaxxer. I'm talking to, you know,
1: whatever. You got to get away from that. Because, man, every single person that you talk to, they have like a life story that has led them to this point with these beliefs, with this understanding of the world, you know. And to just write them off as one label based off of one of those beliefs that, you know what I mean? Like, I just, I think that's very, it's short-sighted, you know? It's very, like, you lose a lot of, like, potentially really meaningful interactions when you write people off like that, and yeah, I think that's just something that we can try to get away from as a society, but at the end of the day, all we can do is, like, as individuals, we can try to make that extra effort when we recognize ourselves heading that way, To just like be like, oh, oh, hold on, I'm not gonna let myself write that person off. Let me just take an extra five minutes and listen, you know? Yeah. What we think might be a bunch of nonsense, like what, you know? Yeah. Who knows? I still wanna hear it. I still wanna hear
0: it. Yeah. Well, and, and like the, where it gets messy is that, you know, like there's people out there who are like, you know don't even listen because that's violence you know like whatever they're saying is violent you know like and 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 not and not in like i'm hitting a person in the face with my fist It's just like what they are saying their words are violence and like that's really hard for me to get behind i understand what they're saying and i understand that what people say can lead to some real world fucking ugliness but sitting there and saying i like dave chappelle and someone saying that's violent
1: yeah well i i mean again like that goes back to me like i would hear that and recognize that that's coming from a level of understanding where they're just reciting Mm -hmm. what they've heard that Mm -hmm. fits their point of belief like Mm -hmm. if you if you're someone who believes in like the message that is being portrayed about transgender people by the liberal side or the conservative side, whatever your response to this Dave Chappelle thing is going to be based off of that. And so mm-hmm. I think, you know, it's just, it's hard, man. Cause it, you, it's not like you can just tell that person straight up, like, Hey, what you're saying is just recite. I mean, you can, yeah. you could just, what you're speaking to me is not coming from you. It's coming from what, you read on a Facebook page or on an Instagram post and it's, there's nothing that is your personal reflection coming out. You know, mm-hmm. someone that I just like started watching recently, uh, was uh, Jordan Peterson oh, yeah. and I, I put him off for a long time just because I, I was one of those people that was like, you know, labeling and just writing people off by labels. Mm-hmm. But like, you know, I've, I've heard a lot of people that I respect kind of use quotes of his and just different, um, you know, topics that he talks about. And, you know, it's it's kind of a lot of the same message, man. Like, especially with, with regards to the transgender thing, I think it's not anybody's, this is my personal opinion. It's like, it's, I don't think it's anybody's responsibility to like be mandated by law to have to refer to somebody by anything. Like, if I want to call myself like, you know, a different name or a different gender or any of that stuff it's, it's a tricky you know I understand it's a very tricky subject but like I just think it's up to us personally like if I wanted to be called to be known as something and be called something and someone didn't want to respect that it's only up to me to know how I'm, a, I'm going to respond to that and I don't think that it's really necessary to try to force that person to accept where I'm coming from all I can do is understand where they're coming from and just accept that they're not seeing it the same way I do, you know, and I, then I move on, but I wouldn't take extra time or effort to like go and bash or like go name calling and like, you mm-hmm. know, cause I don't think that helps, you know, I don't think that's helping anybody grow.
0: No, I, no. You just got
1: understanding, you know?
0: And yeah. So- yeah. No, I, I, I agree, man. It's uh, it's, it's, it's really, um, when, when you're trying to force someone to do something and it's not what they feel, like really feel, it only creates these feelings of resentment. And so like what, what's happening now is like, you know, people aren't allowed to talk about certain things and think people are getting silenced. And, um, you know, all silence does is drive people into extremism. And um, I think that a, a big a big example of this is how we ended up with Donald Trump is like we sort of um, the coast and the elites and, and, you know, the elite liberals were all just like, you know, fucking uh, flyover states in the middle or deplorables or idiots or whatever it was. It was like for so many years, the people in the middle of the country or the South have been just shit on by these elite people who they see as elite liberals, blah, 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 blah. Um, and and they're like okay well you okay well, I'll show you I voted for Obama last time I'll show you I'll vote for this fucking loudmouth and and then that's just an example of what happens but you know people who are silenced and who don't get a chance to speak and who don't get heard uh, they end up fucking reverting into extreme circumstances. And, uh, you know, it's just how we end up with with people with masks on, you know, burning down buildings or, or people with red hats on fucking walking around with t- tiki torches. You know, it's just like or, or people running people over in protest or shooting like it. it we're, we're reverting to to extreme reactions because no one is allowing each other to be heard. And the conversation
1: is just being cut off at the knees. And it's just like, well, holy shit. So, that's where I think that uh that echo chamber is really playing mm-hmm. a big role man like because you know we all of our groups and our peers and stuff like they're very important but it's important to be diverse with it you know like if you're just surrounding yourself with people who are just gonna like like the freak the the little pigeon the the seagulls and finding Nemo, it's like my yeah. my, my. <laughs> like well, all, one person just says it and then they all get riled up and right. then you even know what they're actually trying to say you know and I think the, it's important to have like a one-on-one conversation, you know, like in a manner where we're not going to like react in a way where we're going to, like you said, I'm not going to cut it off. I'm just going to hear it out. I'm going to save my responses and, and try to develop them from a point of understanding where you're coming from yeah. instead of just my initial feelings, you know, because we're so like, yeah, I think just. In general, with, with anybody, it does not even have to be political stuff, with any interactions, with any kind of, like, just anything, man. Like, not, not reacting initially, but taking that extra, maybe it's just five seconds to just, like, take a breath, mm-hmm. you know, and, like, really let it, like, settle in and recognize your emotional response versus, like, your, like, thought-out response. If yeah. that makes any sense, you know, and I, oh, yes. I, I always hate to like belittle emotions because I'm so I'm one of those people that is, like, I'm really big on
2: yeah.
1: like paying attention to your emotions, For but sure. at the same time, it's like, they're just a part of you. There's mm-hmm. the emotional side. There's what like your, your logic and um, your history and your upbringing is telling you there's, you know what I mean? There's all these different things go into every reaction that you have, right? Just let those reactions happen without filtering them or without even like acknowledging them, then we get into some messy, extreme situations yeah. where people are flirting out stuff that as it pops into their head, and then someone's like, "Yeah, I think that too." Hey, yeah, that that makes sense, you know? And,
0: right there, baby. That
1: get <laughs> that big throat chakra. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. That you're someone who's like, you know, on like, um generally speaking a pretty level-headed person and a pretty yeah. like um not like gonna just openly talk talk down on other people you know yeah, and sometimes yeah <laughs> yeah well I, I mean i don't know i'm just i would just i'm just i'm just guessing yeah, but yeah, yeah. I, that's just like a bigger reflection of like most of us as a whole mm-hmm. like we we see ourselves as like being very down to earth and understanding But when it comes down to it, and it's put right in front of us, a lot of us probably talk a lot more than we listen. Yeah, and and
0: and that's one thing that you know that I mentioned is like I've learned that a lot. That's the biggest thing that I've learned from this podcast is just to learn and not just blurt shit out. And that idea of taking a breath, like that was something that I'm I'm just learning how to do as a as a person in life is like taking that breath and not saying the first fucking asinine thing that pops in my head because it's like. You know I, you have a you have a partner, so you know how it is interacting with another person you live with and you're intimate with. you know sometimes things are wonderful. most of the time things are great, but sometimes things you know there's a, there, there's a disagreement. And it, it, there's times when when I could just listen. And just take it in and accept what they're saying and being like, you know, grateful that they're saying it to me and not just keeping it locked in because they could just keep that shit locked in and let it eat away at them. So anytime they see me, all they have is resentment and hatred and vitriol. So... It's really good that she's being open and honest and taking it for that, and, and and not just responding with something that's just gonna burn shit down. Because it's like, why is this bitch fucking telling me this shit? She don't know what the fuck. Blah, you know what I mean? And and it's in, but and then then what? You know, it's like two weeks of fucking just being mad at each other, and every and and your house is unbalanced now because fucking you decided to not think before you puked out those words. I, yeah, it, it's just one of those things that I've learned that that's so useful. It's like, sometimes just shut the fuck up.
1: <laughs> yeah, man. That's something that I really, I, I have to work on as well. Because <laughs> a lot of times uh, when things do happen. It is that those quick responses where mm-hmm. it's like, you know, you're just so sure that what you're about to say is right. And it makes sense, you know, because it makes sense to you. Yeah. But then once it's out there, it's, it's, it, it, you know, it's, Something that you should have w- waited an extra second so they could have gone a step further with what they were trying to say, you know, like, yeah, it just communication, man, because like you you said, the crucial point, which is like, you got to be grateful that they are saying it to you, mm-hmm. you know, because a lot, most of us bottle up our emotions and we don't talk about what we're feeling until it's too late, until it's already overflowing out of us. And then we're just reacting and we get these extreme you know um like statements that are made
2: yeah and
1: it, you know uh a lot of times it's just like if, if we're upfront and just say like look I'm, I'm i'm coming at you this is just like how i feel and like i just need you to listen mm. you know that communication can be had and if the other person can receive it respectfully that's that's crucial man that's mm. like that's how we can come to a deeper level of understanding yeah. and a level of intimacy with your partner
0: yeah, for sure. Just just you hear that folks? Just shut the fuck up. Yeah,
2: man.
0: <laughs> just, listen man. Listen, <laughs> l- listen with an open heart and shut the fuck up. Open heart, closed mouth. How about that? Yeah, dude. <laughs> open heart, shut the fuck up.
1: Uh the Yeah man. And it's you know, it's just, it's a struggle because you know, there's there's times when we react too much, and there's times when we feel like they're reacting too much, and it doesn't even have to be your partner, it could be anybody. Oh,
0: anybody, yeah. I mean, it's just a uh, partner is a good example because they're so connected to you, you know. And then, so if that person say, says something to you that you know, that you know, you generally listen, you know, and if it's a rude thing they say, that generally hurts more than what some rando says on the internet. But right. having a control over over your emotions when you're dealing with the person that you love and respect the most is going to definitely transfer over to people cuz like just y- you just sort of have to like there has to just be this gen- general blanket of love and understanding because there's some people out there that you just it's so hard to love and it's so hard to understand but you have to go into it with that because it's like anything else is like you're just you're just throwing like a two negative magnets at each other they're just you know they're just going to push each other away so it's uh, you really do have to sort of uh, go out into the world with this this blanket general love, uh, or else you're just gonna see nothing but hate.
1: Yeah, well, something that that I kind of saw, and I try to take into account as well is like when you when you uh, listen, are you listening to understand or are you listening to respond? Mm, yes. And I think that there's a huge difference in that because a lot of times you can recognize conversations where you're talking and the person's not hearing you. You know what I mean? Like they're just straight up. They're ready to w- when they're just waiting for your mouth to, to shut. <laughs> and they're going to say whatever they were going to say. Yeah. You know, And it doesn't always have to mean like you guys are going at it or whatever. It yeah. can literally be like you guys are just on totally different, you know, like planets, yeah. but it's like, but those conversations, man, like I think, the more we can try to focus ourselves and try to listen in order to understand instead of listening just to respond that's like it's a big thing
0: (laughs) yeah yeah for sure man it's like it's like after a gig or something like a a good show or something and people want to talk to you and stuff I used to be like because of my own like just because I'm you know I'm an anxious person and I like solidarity and being alone and stuff. So, like, after gigs, it can be a little hard for me. And I used to just come off a little just kind of like just resting bitch face and just, you know, like if someone was talking to me, I was just really short and like, oh, thanks. thanks." But now it's just like, man, like I find it – I find it not only is it a good exercise just to sort of train yourself to be – more outgoing and be more you know get outside of yourself to just like jump in but it's also like you're gonna leave a great impression on this person who's gonna want to come back and see you again but but this because I don't because I have this fear of talking to people generally, and I don't like just talking, and like I'm always nervous, and even now my hands are all wet and shit. But but like actually sitting and talking to them, like hey, what's your name? Like and talking to that person instead of being like, oh yeah, thanks, and I'm gonna go hide in the corner so I don't have to talk or make eye contact, and actually leaning into it, it's been so helpful, and 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 it's 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 you're gonna leave a better reaction and better mark. And and the you know a big thing is just getting past your own bullshit and, and and challenging yourself almost daily to get past that shit.
1: Right, man. It's kind of just like get over yourself. You know, like <laughs> I, I with the same thing. So I, I I can say that because I know exactly what what you're feeling, man. Mm-hmm. And you know when I started performing as a solo artist yes. was when it forced me to kind of like okay, dude, you can't just. <laughs> Hide behind the artists anymore. Like this, this this is your thing. You you are the you're the one now. You're the (laughs) guy. To have anything positive to say, like go talk to them. You know, and and one of the main things that like it's good practice. If anything, like at my solo shows when I'm doing my looping thing, like if someone walks up and throws a dollar in the tip jar, like I just make sure to just stop in the middle of my line and just thank them. Yeah, straight. I mean, like even if it's just a little thing like that, but a lot of times like people they connect a little bit more when when you acknowledge that they're acknowledging you. You know what I mean? Hell yeah. Yeah, totally, man. You know, you always see that thing where it's like uh, when you're tipping at a restaurant and the cashier's got their back turned. So you wait until they're turned to you and then you drop the tip in. So they see you did it. Yeah. (laughs) But you know what I mean? That just comes from like, we want to feel like our appreciation is being acknowledged.
0: Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's like when when uh, you know you let someone over on the freeway and they just fucking drive on. They don't even give you the wave. It's just like, what happened?
1: (laughs) I'm slow down. I've got cars on my ass. (laughs) 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 There's
0: a social contract, you son of a bitch. Uh, Yeah, no, yeah, just just man, gratitude is huge. Um, But but the idea of like really. Running towards your 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 social fears or your fears is such a is such a huge thing for me that that I've found uh, that's been very helpful and and I'm guessing that's probably been helpful for you to sort of lean into this whole oh, yeah. like come outside of your shell. You know, uh, we we share those similarities where we're we're you know we're just we're just introverts. We like we're in our heads and we like our solitude and we like to think and stuff. So, but like leaning into being uncomfortable uh, has been really helpful. I mean, it, would you agree with that? Leaning into that?
1: Oh, yeah, man. I th- I think that nothing could be more beneficial than leaning into the parts of yourself that you aren't comfortable with. Mm. You know that's like that's what they call doing your shadow work Mm. you know and i've never heard that before yeah man that you can look into that doing your shadow work what does that come from
0: what kind of practice does shadow work come from
1: um well it's it's basically i think it's just a i mean i could be wrong but i think it's just a term that they use to describe like working on the darker aspects Mm. of your you know because sometimes we just especially with social media man that's a huge thing It's not real. Everybody's putting out the most, like, you know, matriculated and like formulated version of themselves in order to try to make themselves seem as cool as possible. Yeah. I know this because I'm doing that. That's that's why I have social media. (laughs) Right. But I recognize that that's not really me. That's not really the full, like, human that is me. Right. You know, doing the shadow work is specifically focusing on the parts of yourself that are undesirable that mm-hmm. you lock away the parts that you don't like to show people. Yeah. And just like you said, leaning head on into them and working through them, you know, cause a lot of times they're rooted in, you know, stuff from things we were told as kids, maybe like even growing up. Like, it's funny how, like, I remember. Cause I dealt with like bullies and stuff like that in school and all that. So it's was like, I remember every little thing that was said to me in a negative way all the way since I was a little kid, yeah. you know? And I think that's very common. We we take more to heart these criticisms about ourselves rather than people uh, like encouraging us, mm-hmm. you know? Like encouragement a lot of times goes in one ear and out the other, because right. it's like you, you, especially like if you want to appear like modest or whatever, like you 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 just like, you know, if someone thanks you and tells you how great you are. You always wanna be like, oh, thank you, thank you. I'm not that great though. Yeah. <laughs> But you know what I mean? But yeah. then when someone criticizes you, you're like listening, you're taking notes and then you go home and you dwell on that all night and it's like <laughs> you know what I mean? why is that though? I know. And, yeah, out
0: of all the wonder like all the good jobs, you heard one thing and that's the one thing you can that's you're hearing yeah. all for the rest of the night.
1: That can be the root cause of this like this belief that starts to develop within you and that starts to show itself in these qualities that like you might not like, yeah. you know? Really, taking that time to get down to what is this root thing that started me on this like when did I start feeling this way about yeah. myself, whatever like it is whatever yeah the the part that you're working on, you know, and I think you know whether it's like body sensitivity it's like if if I grew up and I had like you know people were commenting about the way my body looked or like the way of like my skin is so white or mm-hmm. like you know what I mean, different things like that, yeah. and you take all that to heart. And then you'll start to develop this, like this self image that's based around these things. Yeah. Start to believe the things that the self image is telling you when it's really all coming from that little comment that was made years ago.
0: Yeah. Yeah,
1: man. So I think that, you know, taking that time to do that shadow work is like, man, that nothing could be a more like feeling of lifting a weight up off of your shoulders than that.
0: Yeah. Yeah, man. Um, I think you're right. And, and, Here's like a little, I don't know what this is, shadow work reading and assessment, but it's this, uh, it's just, I think this is a book, but it says, shadow work is said to be one of the most authentic paths to enlightenment, shadow work exposes parts of you that have needed healing from adolescence, parts of you that are far from perfect, that have possibly led to abandonment issues, repression, attachment issues, deep rooted insecurities, etc., yeah, yeah. Man. shadow work damn i didn't even know that that's some real shit <laughs> That shadow work set. no is it, uh do you know what tim ferris is yes
2: sure, yes
0: um i heard him talking to he's another huge influencer he's another like rich dude uh something he just has like a a letter it's like something p or something oh what is his name God damn it! He's like so huge, and he talks really fast, and he's just like, "Oh, this is what you do, and this is, if you want to grow on Instagram." Oh my God, who is it? Anyways, he was talking to this other famous, you know, talking head, and um, and Tim Ferriss was like, <clears throat> uh, "He's one of the he's the guy who I read and and was like, oh, that's a really good idea. Lean into your insecurity, lean into your fears, and um, and it has been something I've been doing. But like he said that, you know, uh, every time you go to like a store, like for him, it was Starbucks. So every day he would go to Starbucks, and he would say, "Hey, can I get a ten percent discount?" And look them right in the eye, and, and sit there, and feel the awkwardness, and sit in the awkwardness. And oh, wow. and he and, 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 and you know you're at Starbucks, and you're talking to somebody who's an entry level position, making whatever, way underpaid, whatever. You know, to sit there and be like, ten percent what? <laughs> you know, like that that's a that's a ridiculous thing to ask someone, but it it's ridiculous on purpose. And he actually said the conversion rate is like seven, seventy percent. So, like seven out of ten people he asked for a 10% discount was just like, sure. So not yeah. only is he saving money, but he's also working on this, his insecurities, he's working on feeling awkward, he's working on pushing past those, those blockages. Because you know, some kids in class might be really smart, but so afraid to raise their hand and ask questions to fully understand something, and that'll hold them back forever. And so yeah. like fighting through those urges to to stay silent or to not do something because you're uncomfortable with it and fighting those urges has just been – Insane. It's like meditation and leaning into fear has been like my big, oh, and medication. <laughs> but, but, awesome, but, but, but medication came way later and, and is sort of the, the thing that sort of tied it all together. But, but, but like med- meditation and leaning into fears has been very helpful for me. Um I don't know. How does that sit on your ears?
1: Yeah, no, I think that that, that's, that's the journey, man. That's, that's what we're all here to figure out is like, what, is it going to take for us to be like, you know, I don't want to say content or satisfied, you know what I mean? But like, just, just feel good about the direction that we're moving, you know? And I think it's different for everybody and it takes different, different work, you know? And that's Mm -hmm. why that, that, you know, just, just sitting there with the parts of yourself that you don't like and, just taking that time and figuring out what started it and how you can work on it and then actually doing the work that's like that's crucial man that's how you grow as an individual and then as going back to what we were touching on earlier like people recognize you doing that work and maybe it inspires them to do that within themselves yeah and then maybe your circle is growing and then as that circle expands you know then we can yeah. each ones each one you know right exactly because it's like your
0: circle that that energy expands to your circle but then their circles their energy expands to their circles and it's just like yeah. it, it's like a it's like uh the rings in a, in a pond right it's like a, a splash in a pond and the rings sort of come together in different areas you know they all just sort of blend together like they just keep going out the the wave just keeps going out and out until it i don't know dwindles or or turns into a tsunami which how awesome would that be if it was a tsunami of fucking like you know like responsible and self-loving human beings who are like trying to just have an open heart (laughs) like that would be a great tsunami we need that kind of tsunami
1: i I think uh you know because we put so much focus on like you know fixing all these broken parts of the system and all these all these different things but like it's like the same thing with, with a lot of like, um, you know, doctors and and people that are like wondering why we aren't teaching people to be more healthy. Right. You know, if we're so worried about all this, this health stuff, like, why are we not pushing more natural diets? Like, you know, eating more fruits and vegetables, drinking more water, water. you know, why, why are we not pushing that? You know, I think, but all you can do is focus on yourself, you know? So That's, you know, if you can recognize that that's going to do you more of a benefit than trying to like be the the missing link that's going to fix the broken system, like you can be that missing link, but you got to work on yourself and then lead by example so that other people could also be the missing links. And then you guys can all link together.
0: Yeah, because I feel like if you're trying to be that missing link and you're not you're not okay with yourself, and you're not right with yourself. Then there's no way that you're going to be able to be a link for anything because you you can't even rely on yourself to get shit done. How are yeah. you going to be a link that connects and bridges? You know, like I don't. It, so like you 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 kind of have to have your shit together if you're going to be in the in that position of of power. And that's why it's like we we see these like impotent leaders um, that that we that we vote in the, these weak. Human beings. That I
1: think what we're seeing is people that are seeking out the position rather than most people for the job. Like, you know, I've always believed. I don't know where I saw this, but like the best leader is someone that doesn't want to be a leader. (laughs) Like someone that is just literally the best person for the job, and so they know that they're the best person for the job, and they take that position.
0: Right. They 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 recognize the the uh, the enormity of the response in the responsibility of such a task. And and yeah, yeah they don't want to deal with that,
1: <laughs> but they yeah, do it because they do like someone who is seeking out that position, that's already like in my opinion, that's a red flag. Mm. You know, you're looking for a position of power that says that you have some issues with authority and with your own self image. Yeah. And so I think that we have been in a constant cycle of letting people um, get letting letting people lead us who want to lead us yeah. as opposed to people that have the means to lead us mm-hmm. if that makes
0: it It does it does because the people who are leading us now you know in, in a governmental sense are are just they're 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 spineless they're I mean some people there's some really good leaders out there obviously but they're for the most part they're just spineless greedy you know just just sort of giving into whatever whim that makes them the most money or gets them the most power and it doesn't matter if their constituents are affected or it doesn't matter who's affected. oh <laughs> is that a dog? oh that's your dog okay I, was, I saw a cat and i was like oh that's a crazy sound for a cat <laughs> oh, the cats make crazy sounds too, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, cats do make some wild sounds. No, I don't know, man. Like it's just, I have a lot, of, I have a lot of issues with with our leaders these days. And, and I hear
1: you, man. I hear you. But I think, you know, again, it like all we can do is try to understand where they're coming from and what I'm seeing. Like this is my level of understanding because I don't know any of these people personally, but what it looks like to me is that these are all people that are just, you know, they want to be in that position of authority and then they want to stay relevant. They want to stay in that position of authority. Yeah.
0: Thank you. Mighty, mighty. Thank you so much for that gifted sub to hippie. Appreciate you. There you go. I had to get some mighty, mighty in there. Mighty, mighty vibes. Thank you. Mighty, mighty. I appreciate you.
1: Um, Yeah. I, I, I don't know. I think like, honestly, it's just, I try not to, like, hate, but more recognize, like, a lot of these people, they don't have any control over anything, man. Even the people that, like, we think are making all these decisions, like, dude, they got teams behind them. Every every word that is spoken out of their mouths has been pre-planned. It's not like you really get the chance to dive into these people's, like, true train of thought, you know, because... That, that's all I you know that's all I can say. like I doesn't mean I agree or yes. disagree with what these people are doing. you know right. obviously, I think things need to should be better yes. should, be better, yes. you know? but I think I don't want to just be quick to you know write off all these people as like just just a bunch of idiots, you know like I think they're tactfully like weaving the way to stay like keep themselves in the picture. As long as they can, you know, and that's that's the main that's the main thing, bro. People just they want to be in that seat more than they actually want the responsibility that comes with that seat. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I think you're right. I think you're right on some level with that, man, because they're just looking for the glory and not looking for the actual work that goes into what they're actually taking on. These people are taking on, you know, huge ideas and huge uh, projects. And then and, and, and just every year, everything just never seems to get done. Things just, you know, people are just
1: arguing. It's just, it's all garbage. It's all garbage. I but we- Maybe that comes from uh, something that happens mentally when you become an elected representative of more people, like yeah. when you're not just speaking for yourself anymore. Maybe like uh, you know there's definitely something that happens when y- the words that you speak are you're speaking for a whole group of people now mm. you know? yeah. so I think that's gonna change how you go about your business that's gonna change the message you put out of course. like I'm sure some of these people they're saying stuff that they don't even truly believe you yeah. know it's just
0: yeah they're just they're told uh, it's like this is what you're saying <laughs>
2: the,
0: the power. Poly- of- it's the deep state, son. It's the deep
2: state. <laughs> oh
1: gosh. You know, as you know, man, I, I like I think it's probably a combination of all these things that people are saying, the one thing that it is, you know. Yeah.
0: Oh yeah, no, it it's definitely like a mix of like egos, it's a mix of corporate interests, it's a a, a power you know, a momentum of, of what we've been doing as a, as a country, you know, how business has been, you know, like the business of being a politician in this country has been running this way for a very, very long time. So it's like, we're just going on the momentum of what we created for ourselves. So, you know, whatever. Yeah. Oh, kitty time. What's your cat's name? It's Fred. 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 Did you know that, uh, that on Halloween, uh, around Halloween, the the shelters tend to take their cats, their black cats, off of the market until the the time passes in fear of um, of ritual sacrifices.
1: That is very sad to hear. <laughs> <laughs> it's
0: very sad. I just found out.
2: Fun um, fact
0: for black cats. <laughs> but but that's <laughs> but it's nice though because I I mean it's better that they are uh, that they're protected than they are you know. Oh yeah. No, sacrifice yeah. to whatever weird god someone's sacrificing them to. We do have a question from our chat from Papa Sweet, who is also a, a great podcaster in his own respect. Um and ca- ca- Casual Cognition everybody, go find yourself some Casual Cognition out there anywhere you stream your podcast. He asked what are your thoughts on reggae as music? Uh, reggae as a music genre, I feel like me- reggae has a much more powerful message than people expect because it comes from such a relaxed package. So,
1: okay, that's a that's a great question, man. I think I think reggae is one of the most like deep and multi-layered genres that there is. Mm-hmm. You know, because there's so many, there's such a rich history of like knowledge and actual history and um just messages of like revolution and power that is in this this genre and i think that the style of music it really it's the perfect tool it matches the message perfectly because it's so many syncopated uh rhythms you know like a lot of times when you hear reggae musicians talk they're all talking about different percussive rhythms and um, all of that blending together creates this melting pot of everybody just doing one part of a rhythm to create a bigger rhythm. Mm. And I think that speaks to the ultimate message behind the genre, which is, which is working together in unity. You know. And I th- that's why I think reggae is such a powerful tool for whatever message you're, you're trying to get across because when people hear that syncopation, that working together within the music... That message that you're putting across, it comes through in a way that's bigger than just the person saying it. You know, you're a part of this bigger collective thing, this bigger sound. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know if that, I, I hope that answers your question.
0: I think that was beautiful. Um, I mean, I, 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 I personally, reggae music is just, especially in these last few years, uh, has really, really become like a source of comfort for me. And like, um, and 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 it and it and it's beautiful because it hits upon my rebellious side because, I just I tend to lean towards the rebellious side. I, I tend to not trust our government. I tend to not trust authority. I have a problem with authority all these things are are run deep within the reggae music you know so the reggae music uh <laughs> reggae music and, uh so like for me personally it's like a very meditative and peaceful thing that that touches on my like just my mm, fuck you i'm not i won't do what you tell me
1: sort of attitude yeah, because but it's like a nice way you
0: know of course <laughs> but but i mean there's some songs on there where they're talking about some brutal shit so i mean you know like it, it it's not it's not like uh, reggae is all peace and – it is peace and love, but they do – but some subject matter can be pretty fucking harsh, just like in the Bible. It's not all peace, love, and Jesus. It's
1: lots more. That's also like it goes so well with life, you know, because exactly. that's part of it, you know. That's – that is the message. And my favorite is when you're listening to, like, what feels like an upbeat, happy reggae song, and then you start hearing the lyrics, and you're like, oh – this, this is actually uh, some, uh deep despair uh, <laughs> this is despair of, of a whole people
0: jesus
1: <laughs> like uh one of my favorite tracks like that is by uh the expanders it's mm. their track uptown set mm. and it's it's a great one right it's it's just like this feel-good rhythm and just classic um you know classic expander style mm. but uh cats are fighting sorry but yeah they're, they're talking about like like you know the drug trade that whole album is like hustling culture man yeah. it talks about like the the drug world and like the underbelly of like uptown set man like these rich people doing cocaine and partying and doing all these expensive drugs and they don't know like what what it costs to get that high you know yeah. like to put that powder in your nose like what what kind of blood is on your hands you know yeah man and that just but all that within this like what feels like a happy song, you know. So, like it's such a such a cool like juxtaposition, you know. Like love it's, it, yeah, amazing.
0: yeah, totally, man. I I love those songs. I love those kind of songs that have like just the you know very major key songs that that are just about the most horrific things in life and humanity. But but I mean, you gotta have that. You gotta. I mean, like, I, I, I feel, you know, in part that the that, that, that present, presentation of something like that is like, there's all these horrible things. But, you know, as long as we can keep this underlining, you know, positivity, you know, maybe things will right. be, be all right. I don't know. Maybe that's
1: just. I mean, but it also kind of goes with like, <laughs> even like something like, um, like the Squid Games, like the whole <laughs> aesthetic of that show. I don't know if you've seen oh, that. I did. Like, yeah, man it's great dude i love how like just the the way it looks you know like, yes the visuals are amazing absolutely incredible man it's beautiful it's yeah. like truly beautiful, but it's such like in a cruel like ironic you know like right. it, it's but that kind of goes with like it's a reflection of like society as a whole you know and it's it's just reggae is an amazing vessel for messages like that and yeah and at the same time, you can have songs that are just straight up about feeling good mm-hmm. and feeling all right. <laughs> and I think, Partying. Yeah. I think that's all good too, you know? I think exactly. that's the message is still there, you know? It still gets across. And what I try to do with the reggae that I'm writing is a lot of that in, like introspective, like self-reflective work, yeah. you know? Like, just like learning to love yourself, you know? This this next album that I'm working on um, I'm keeps on getting pushed back, but it, it's going to be called uh, All For Love. And that's basically the whole theme is just like everything we do is all for love, man. And it doesn't have to be just about the love you share with like an intimate partner. It can be like the love you have for yourself, the love you have for this life that you're living and like the love that.
0: <laughs> oh, shit. Sorry, guys. Keep going, man.
1: Oh, man I'll take that applause. All day. <laughs> But yeah, man, I think that that's uh, really the main message in a lot of the music that I've been writing is just this central theme of love that is behind everything. You know, when people um, go through their life, most of the actions they take is out of love more, more so than hate. Even the actions that seem like they're out of hate probably comes from a place where because they love their circle so much that they are willing to do whatever it takes to 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 you know whatever it is you know yeah. Yeah. I don't know exactly how how to say but you know what no, I'm saying no like, I but think-
0: that's a great point I mean yeah. and we see this today when when we have people who are like um, who I mean like you see a good example of that is like people who are marching and and who are angry about you know like the injustices in the world. And they'll go as far as to be racist and horrible themselves just to fight against it. I mean, there was this uh, guy in California. It was the California governor, gu- governor recall race. And the other guy was a black man who was a conservative black man running against Newsom. And this white woman with a gorilla mask. Was yelling horrible things at him and throwing eggs on him. I have a friend who's a black conservative who, you know, he says some odd things, but but I respect him and he has some good ideas too. They're in him calling him a monkey, calling him all these things. And these are coming from the 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 left, the the all-encompassing, the all-loving, the all-understanding, the all-tolerating left. And that, to me, is very – it's like, wow. So I, I totally see what you're saying because people can totally, you know, think what they're doing is right and be doing horrible things in the name of what they think is right. I don't know yeah, if that goes and, on and the I, bigger point of what you're saying, but I just had to get that in.
1: <laughs> uh, no, it, 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 it makes sense, man. And a lot of – you know, it's sad to say, but like a lot of – uh these politics, um, left or right wing, I, like yeah. one of my favorite memes that Both I saw. Sides. Like,
0: Both sides are awful.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. The right wing was like a poop emoji. And then the left <laughs> wing was like a poop emoji in a gift box. With like a... <laughs> like, bro, that's that's
0: literally what we're dealing with. That's your it's, choices, folks. <laughs>
1: yeah. Okay, like, you know, say all the nice things. But at the end of the day, you know, if it turns you into an ugly person to try to, like, push that point across, like, mm. that's you're doing more harm than good at that yeah,
0: point. We're, you're not putting p- politics. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Eddie. Uh, Folly tissue.
1: <laughs> you got more <laughs> what I love about reggae is all the, the, the language, yes. how they put the language, man. Like, yes. um, I love that. something that I would, uh, you know, kind of poke fun at when I would hear people changing, like changing words that had like, you know, like, uh, Instead of like a presser, a down presser, mm-hmm. and like you know what I mean, Things like that, where just the the word would actually reflect what it truly means. Yes, um, I used to kind of poke fun at that, you know. But as as I kind of reach a more level of understanding, like man, I I really I I, I enjoy it, man. I, I I respect how meaningful it is because mm-hmm. the language that we use is very very powerful, and especially like the language we use when we talk about ourselves, like. It's so powerful, man. That's why I, I'm one of those people that is like, I got to remind myself not to talk down on myself because yeah. the, you know, if, if you're someone like me where your mind is always racing and going hundred miles an hour, once you put a negative thought in there, <sighs> now you got a hundred miles an hour of negative thoughts going, you know? So <laughs> yeah. what what you want to do is keep that self thought positive. You know, when you're talking about yourself, when you're talking to yourself, you want to keep that all positive because even if you don't believe it, as you're saying it, your subconscious, it registers in that, you know what I mean? And then it starts to show and reflect. And yeah, I, I, man, I, I'm just like, when I talk to people that are like struggling and then they just keep on talking down about themselves negatively, that's one thing I, I tell them is like, why don't you just try as an exercise for a whole day? Don't let yourself say like, Oh, I suck. Or like, Oh, I fucked up. Or like, i'm terrible at this don't let yourself say anything negative but instead when you catch yourself saying that like force yourself to say something positive even if it's goofy even if it's like you trip and fall on your face and you get up and say man i'm the most graceful person <laughs> in the whole you know like yeah. change that self-talk to something positive for an entire day yeah and how you feel after that yeah you know? I, and I i i truly think it'll have an effect I I think
0: so too. I think that's a great thing to say to somebody. And, and, and like the thing, you know, along with meditation and being mindful, it's like saying these things like I love myself so I can love other people. This is something I had to truly convince myself of and I'm still trying to convince myself of and that's why in part that it's a huge part of my mantra is that because it's like I have such a hard time with loving myself that it's really hard for me to love other people fully if I can't you know if I can't stand who I am how can I love other people Um yeah. but it's but it's like uh I don't know man you gotta like if you're not uh if you're not like a, oh, fuck I forgot what I was gonna say oh well there it is everybody burnout central here <laughs> what the fuck what were we talking about we we're talking about because we we're talking about Meditation and being mindful, and the other thing we were—what was the third thing we were just saying?
1: Uh like staying, staying present, man. Just filtering your thoughts, the positive <sighs> self. Yeah. I
0: forgot I forgot what I was going to say. Oh well, it was a point, but no, well, it doesn't matter anymore. Uh, yeah, it's—it's it, it, it's just fuck it. You got to be, you got to go in on yourself with a little kindness because it's just there's just so much like negative bullshit out there. It's like the. Yeah. To just add to it by being hard on yourself is doing
1: nothing. Yeah. And to further that point, you know, like one one other thing that like can help with that if you struggle with speaking about yourself in a positive way, I find that like I'm someone who gives great advice. I give great advice to other people when they come looking for like personal advice from me and Mm -hmm. like reflective stuff. I'm good at giving advice to other people. Not so good at giving advice to myself. So if I can learn to give myself advice in the, like in the way that I would give it to like a friend mm. you know like just like hey bro you, this is just me being straight up with you <laughs> if I can do that with myself yeah and you know, that makes that 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 work a lot easier it makes that like recognition it's a lot easier
0: because people will just sort of lie to themselves about certain all things
1: time, all the time and you it- know we can justify anything mm. like if we choose to be lazy one day, it's like, Oh, well, I, I just, my back was hurting a little. I worked really hard yesterday. Like, you know, like we can choose to justify whatever we want, but right. you know, taking responsibility is a lot harder.
0: <laughs> well, um, we've, we've gone all over the place, which I love. Um, how about, uh, how about we get a song with that? I mean, Oh, Oh, actually I did want to say one more thing. Don't know much, which is a great song by the way. Can you, can you give us a little bit more about it? I know we talked about it a little bit, but, uh, and and we're sort of going through it but uh just just so everyone knows don't uh don't know much is the latest single from Dylan and you can find that here um is that right yes okay cool you can definitely find that there there's Dylan's link tree where you can find all the singles all his all his um all his socials everything go follow him up and, and give him some love but please don't know much what what does that song mean to you and we listened to it at the top of the show so if you guys missed it well sorry. (laughs) Go back and watch it later. Yeah, go back Um, and watch it again.
1: Yeah, well, don't know much, man. I I would say the main mantra behind that song is, I don't know much, but I know your love. Mm. You know, and that's honestly, like, it just came from a point where I'm fortunate to be like, in a good relationship Mm. and I'm very like, comfortable being myself and she's very comfortable being herself and I think that it was just kind of written as a reminder that even when everything else is crazy, when you, you know, you're having a bad day or things aren't going right. Like I know one thing and that's, that's this love that we've created and that we're developing and that we've put all this time and effort into. And uh, you know, some th- those are like lines that repeat at the end of the song that just say, all I know is that I don't know much. Yeah. And like, that's like, you know, an old philosophical I think, I don't know if it was like Socrates or Aristotle, but... It's one of them. One of those, yeah. (laughs) But, uh, But yeah, man. And I think it's just, it's so crucial to recognize like how little we truly understand, but at the same time, recognizing how, what we do understand and what we are comfortable with and what we are aware of, you know? And I think that if that's something that is your love or that is like... A relationship with the family if it's a relationship with your pets like if it's a relationship with yourself you know i think that's it's a very like universal thing but for me it started just recognizing how how grateful i was to be in this relationship and how um me just taking notice of like when i don't know much i still know your love oh well that
0: that's very sweet and and uh i always like to hear about love so let's do it get... <laughs> There we go. We'll get some. We'll get some air horns for love. <laughs> we got air horns for love over here, folks. Air horns for love. Oh, this is my new one that I got, everybody. Y'all better get this lady. Y'all better get this lady. I'm sorry. That's my favorite. It's it's uh it's from a uh it's from a New Jersey shopping mall and some lady getting chased around by a a very upset person. So somebody, y'all better come get this lady, Dylan. Uh, are you feeling like uh maybe a song?
1: Yeah, bro. I'm down to jam one. Let's uh, Let, see what we got. Here. Let's fucking um, do it then. My, my looping station back here, so I'ma uh, put together a little looping thing for you guys real quick. Sweet, Where's sweet.
0: And and if you don't mind, can you like uh move the chair out off off camera so sure. we can see your full body? Yeah, you got it. We want to see your body,
2: baby. All. all right, here we go.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, guys, Dylan's going to do a song for us. So I'm going to turn it over to him and uh, let's all enjoy uh, the tune.
1: All right. Hope you guys can hear me all right over there. We can. So, uh, yeah, this next track I'm going to do is by one of my favorite artists. This was by uh, Sam Henshaw.
2: Oh, oh, Down on my seat Take time and make time Give you what you need, girl I can stop procrastinating whoa, 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 whoa. Be a little prepared, Show you that I care I love you, I swear, girl whoa, whoa. You Tell me if I wasn't broke yeah. Would you spend more time with me Like you said you do When the only thing I need is to be loved by you. I'm starting out my seventh day of sofa surfing. Parading in my calvins with no shame. I stop and think to myself,
0: Thank you so much, Dylan. I appreciate you doing that, man. That was great. That was great. Who was that? And what's the name of the song? It's by uh, Sam
1: Henshaw. Okay. Song
0: Broke. Broke. That was great, man. That was great. Dylan, thank you so much for coming on the show today. Is there, any, uh, is there anything that you want to say? Oh, wait, I, I guess I can come back. Here we go. Uh, is, is there anything that you want to promote anything any last words anything you want to any l- l- parting words you want to leave with us today
1: well i just want to thank you so much for having me i love the hair got the x <laughs> way on
0: it, it grew it grew that it was so good that my hair grew um,
1: yeah. so. the so just took that long you grew a mustache all of a sudden bro <laughs> That's how it is now. Sometimes that's how- do the live things, man. It's hard to uh, <laughs> it's like- get around every time. We're, we're not perfect, you know? <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, oh, geez. Well, oh, man. Well, see shadow. what happened when you stopped playing? My mustache fell off. Uh, yeah, man. So is there any, uh, any parting words that you would like to uh, impart on us? Yeah,
1: man. Uh, just, you know, uh, keep on growing. Keep doing that shadow work. Shadow work. Uh, yeah, man. That's crucial. I not block stuff out for until it shows up in ways that you don't really want it to you know and the thing is we all keep working on, on ourselves you know we can all just be a little bit better than we were the day before and i think we can make this world a little bit better every day
0: i think you're right dylan i think you're right dylan oh my god how do you say it again you say it this time say que it av- hey.
1: yes Kave. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Dylan Kiave.
0: Thank you so much, Dylan, for coming on the show. I appreciate you coming on and telling your truths. Uh, you can find Dylan on all the social media platforms, Twitter, uh, the the Instagrams. Uh, you can go to Dylan DylanKave, um, or, or I'm sorry, Instagram.com slash DylanKave, and uh, all the links are in the show notes. So go and check him out. Of course, please go and check out his latest track, Don't Know Much wonderful wonderful reggae vibe so go and get yourself some of that um thank you again dylan for coming on the show and, and that's about it out of me everyone i gotta go i gotta get ready for therapy i thought i was supposed to have therapy at one and then and then it didn't happen so i started cleaning toilets <laughs> and waiting for the call and the call never came so i checked my uh my uh calendar and apparently it's at one thirty. so my therapist will be calling me in about five minutes, so I'm gonna go ahead and, and get ready for that. You know, prepare myself for, uh, for therapy. And, um, my God, you all right? My son's flossing, and he just made the most crazy face. Why do you have like five flosses for one mouth? Why do you have four for one mouth? He's wasting all these floss things. I think you only need one. All right. All right. Well, there it is. He's wasting and making waste. There it is. My son is contributing to global warming. All right, everybody. Be good to your fellow human beings. HJs for everybody. I will talk to you guys next week with a brand new episode of the show.
2: Bye.